Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Matt Morris, as they spread peas and love. Join the moles on this exciting exploration into the plant-based lifestyle. Everyone is welcome in this judgment-free zone from the veg veteran to the veg curious. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the plant-based stylings of Jenny and Matt. Welcome back to another episode of the Vegology Podcast. Welcome back, folks. We are very excited that you've joined us today. Yep. And we have an exciting episode for you. In this episode, we're giving you five valuable tips for eating healthy on a budget. So we're continuing our frugal foodie February this month, and we're going deeper to give you simple actions that you can take that will make a big difference in your food spend each week. While remaining healthy. While remaining healthy. <laughs> yes. So it is a common misconception that saving money on food correlates directly with compromising healthy food choices, like eating top ramen or hitting the dollar store menu at a fast food joint. People think that that is the default method to save money on food. This is absolutely not the case, and we're going to bust that myth in today's episode. We're busting the myth. We are, but before we do that busting, (laughs) let's go into our happy haps this week. So first, as usual, let's give you an update on our challenge this month, which is Frugal Foodie February. And our personal goal this month, our initiative, is to create an herb garden for our home, an indoor herb garden. And we have not created it yet, (laughs) but we've been putting the work in. We did our research, like we said, we were going to do the first week. Um, We did go out this past weekend. We got all of our supplies. We just need to actually get the plants and plant them and start our nurturing. Yeah, we got everything we need to build the garden, like you said. However, we don't have the herbs themselves. No. But we're working on it. We're working on it. (laughs) We have made progress. And it doesn't matter, you know, as long as you make progress, no matter how big or small, you are moving forward and creating positive change for yourself. So just keep that in mind. And, you know, we can't wait to get it all set up. And we're going to do that next week. So, again, we're super excited about it. And we will keep you updated. And then also keep us updated on how you're doing with your Frugal Foodie February challenge. So we would love to cheer you on and support you uh, with your initiative this month. So definitely give us a shout, send us an email at hello at vegology.com or DM us on Instagram. Yeah, keep us posted, folks. Yeah. So Matt, I didn't tell you this, but I was reading uh, Veg News and I saw something interesting and different. And we've talked about this same thing before. And I read that a fully vegan food bank opened in Las Vegas. Well, that's exciting news. I know. Like, we talked about how, like, these food banks, a lot of times people are not getting healthy food options with them. So I was super excited to to hear this. Uh, It's operated entirely by volunteers, and non-perishable food and money donations kind of drive that initiative. Uh, This gives me all the feels. I just, I absolutely loved reading this article. And the food bank is open to anyone in need. Yeah, that is absolutely great news. And hopefully more cities start doing the same. I certainly hope so. And if you are in the Vegas area... 
go ahead and, and shout this out <laughs> to everyone that you know. Get the word out on it. Post it on your social media because there's a lot of people in need right now and people that could probably really take advantage of something like this. All right. And lastly, as far as the happy haps go, we got a lot of great feedback on our Veganize It Challenge episode. If you have a non-vegan recipe that you love, or if you see one in your searches across the interwebs, send it our way. We will totally veganize it. We'll spin it up into a vegan version and we'll highlight it on a future episode. So again, if you do have a specific recipe in mind, don't hesitate to send us an email or DM us on Instagram and we will do that. Yeah, I was happy to see how many people enjoyed the veganize it challenge episode. I know. And like you said, we got a lot of positive feedback from that. So keep it coming. Definitely. And we have a lot more wonderful recipes planned, but we will definitely put one of those on hold for something that you're specifically interested in. So yeah, absolutely love the response. Thank you so much for everybody who sent us messages on that. All right. Are you ready to get into our main topic? I'm ready for the main topic. Okay. So eating healthy on a budget, we are going to be giving you a couple tips that you can put into action to help you do this. Okay. So Maddie, this first tip is right up your alley. So I'm going to let you swing on this one. Anything that has (laughs) to do with spending less money is right up my alley. And so this first one is to create a realistic food budget and more importantly, stick to it. Right. Creating a food budget gives you a frame of reference and direction when choosing meals for the week. And I found that also, even if you can't always stick to it exactly, it really keeps you in check. It does, because it curbs those impulse buys at the grocery store. Um, you'll think twice about tossing rando items into your cart that weren't on your list and budgeted for. So it really makes you just stop and think for a second. So definitely put that on paper. Actually sit down and think about it. And also give yourself some grace with this when you first start. When you get the hang of sticking to the budget, then you can ease it down a little. But don't, like we've talked before about our grocery budget being like 30 to $40. Like we're usually like in that range. And... You do not have to start that way. It took us a while to get used to doing that. Yeah, we definitely not start at $30. No. (laughs) So, like I said, just give yourself some grace. You can create a little higher budget that's a little more comfortable for you until you get used to the ins and outs on on actually eating um, on a budget. So, you will learn along the way, and it's really not that difficult, but definitely don't set yourself up for failure. I wouldn't set the budget super low to start. Definitely not. No. All right. So creating a realistic food budget. Next up, we have meal planning. By planning out your meals, it's going to result in less food and money waste. And a big tip that we have is to go to your pantry and fridge for inspiration for meal prepping. So see what ingredients you already have on hand and find a recipe that uses that ingredient. Yeah, and if the thought of meal planning overwhelms you, keep it simple by having theme days. This was big for me in the beginning because it did seem overwhelming to me to do these meal plans every week. But I like the theme days. Yeah, the theme days are good. Um, It kind of keeps things organized and, again, reduces the overwhelm of it. And then, of course, you know, as you get used to it, then you can mix and match and, and mix it up a little bit more. But, you know, theme days, we talk about, like, on Mondays, you make a pasta dish. 
you have Taco Tuesdays, Salad Wednesdays, Soup Thursdays, Casserole Fridays, Slow Cooker Saturdays, and Leftover Sundays. And don't forget your leftovers. Because, I love leftovers. Yeah. Because we, we tend to do leftovers at the end of the week because we have, like, all this abundance of food and we keep all our leftovers. And, you know, we just have, like, a big old feast where we lay everything out and we pretty much devour everything that's left over. It feels kind of naughty. It does. Like we're doing something wrong, but. No, but it's so good. It's so good. It feels so good. <laughs> it feels so, so good. <laughs> All right, our next tip is cook at home. And we talk about this a lot. Well, because basically, if you want to start eating healthy, one of the best things that you can do is cooking at home. And if you're following a plant-based diet, you really can't avoid that. You have to – there's a lot of cooking that goes along with a plant-based diet. Yeah, it's no secret that cooking at home is cheaper than eating out. Yeah, no, that that's kind of a given. I mean, we just ate that food truck, and our bill was like $45 I know. for one meal at a food truck. <laughs> for one meal. <laughs> and that's actually more than what our entire grocery bill is for the week. Yeah. For one meal at a food truck. For one meal. But we do eat out about once a week. And the reason why we do that, one, because we enjoy eating out and mixing it up a little bit. And two, we think it's very, it's very important to us to support our local restaurants that we love and, you know, the local food tra- trucks in the area. And we do give a pretty big tip. So yeah, that, that, that was, contributes yeah, to the Yeah, that was a big chunk 45. of that $45 was tip, but um, we don't it all counts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We don't eat out too often, so we give a lot of tip to kind of compensate for, <laughs> for that, hopefully. Um, that's helpful and appreciated, I'm sure. And... So, yeah, so eating out can be a very, very expensive. That That's a given. Everyone knows that. That's no, not a mind-blowing revelation. Uh, but this doesn't mean that you shouldn't ever eat out. If you do, just include it in your weekly food budget. Moderation, folks. Absolutely. Yeah, but it should factor into that budget. And then along with meal planning is batch cooking meals ahead of time and freeze them. This is kind of a separate tip, uh, but... That way you have something readily available when you don't feel like cooking. This will help avoid those impulse food runs and grabbing food on the go. Just so easy to do when you're finished with work and you're on your way home and you're just tired. If you already have something that you can just throw into the oven or throw into the microwave, it's going to be a lot easier on you to stick with a healthier diet. And we do that a lot just because there's only two of us mm-hmm. and it's easy to make more than we need. Yes. So we freeze it up. Yeah, we usually double when we make big meals like soups and casseroles and Instant Pot recipes. We always pretty much double the recipe and then we freeze one and we eat the other one for the week. Because while we're at it, we don't like to be in the kitchen all the time. So if we have handy meals, it just really helps us out. And then the same goes for snacks, not just meals. You know, prepare snacks ahead of time as well. And that'll help you maintain your healthy diet. So make your hummus ahead of time if you're making it from scratch. Cut your carrots. Roast your chickpeas. Bake some granola bars. Yeah, and it helps me if I pre-bag them. Because if we have an entire thing of roasted chickpeas, I'm going to eat the entire thing of roasted chickpeas. So I like portion them out ahead of time. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I can't always be trusted. No, you can never be trusted. <laughs> ever. Ever. Let's get real. Okay, let's be real. <laughs> All right. Our next tip is... Eat local produce that is in season. Yeah, that's a big one because the in-season 
produce is the cheapest, typically. It is. Eating local produce is almost always less expensive than produce that is transported long distances. That's also horrible for the environment. So not only that, travel time reduces the nutritional value and the flavor of the produce that you're eating. Frozen produce is also a good option if you want something that's not in season or not grown in your local area. It's picked at the peak of ripeness and packaged so the nutritional value remains intact. So It's good for the variety, too. If you're always eating what's in season, it's always changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if I want pineapple, I usually buy it frozen. I don't buy it fresh too often. Sometimes I do, but... Pineapple is one thing that I don't normally buy fresh because it travels a long distance. It does. Yes, <laughs> You're it definitely does. not growing pineapples locally here. And I really do try to stick to the local produce There's when it's in season. definitely no Raleigh-grown pineapples. No. And then if you're getting frozen produce, like especially berries, berries are really huge because berries tend to be expensive when they're fresh. And there's a reason for that. And I will say I always have frozen blueberries in the freezer, always 100 percent. And sometimes I will still buy them at the farmer's market fresh because I do like to eat them fresh. But frozen blueberries, you could just do so much with them. Everyone knows the how obsessed I am with blueberries. So they're my absolutely favorite fruit. And I just always have them on hand. I think I'm addicted to them. You are addicted to them. There's no thinking about it. <laughs> I eat them almost, like every day, pretty much, or in some form or another. All right, next tip, Maddie. We've touched on it already in the episode, but embracing the leftovers. It's a shame to waste good food. So tossing leftover food is like throwing that money right down the drain. It is. And again, I love leftovers, so this is an easy one for me. Yeah, we already expressed our love. And I do know a lot of people that will just throw out their leftovers. Some people don't like leftovers. Some people do not like them. Um, I don't know if they just don't want to eat the same thing over again or it tastes a little different. I mean, the quality of the meal is compromise a little bit when it's left over and not like right out of the oven or off the stove but it's still good and you know what makes it taste just as good as the when you had it the first time hmm. knowing the money you're saving yeah there you go <laughs> that's your why yes so we've talked about like finding your why. So why do you want to eat healthy? Why do you want to save money? So always dig deep into that why and use that every time. Eating leftovers <laughs> tastes like money in the bank. Money in the bank. Eat your greens to save some greens. There you go. Leftover <laughs> greens. So if you have leftovers, if there isn't enough left for an entire meal, don't toss it. You can get creative and repurpose the leftover food. So for example, if you have a leftover salad, that can be made into a wrap or a sandwich. Leftover stir fry can be used in a soup or those leftover veggies in a Buddha or veggie bowl. So you would just include a grain or quinoa, the leftover veggies, some beans, a good dressing or sauce, and you have a filling, delicious, nutritious meal. It's a good old-fashioned repurpose. It is a good old-fashioned repurpose. I love repurposing <laughs> stuff. Uh, leftover lentils, add to a soup, heat in a pan with some taco seasoning, a little bit of olive oil, fry that up, and you can have tacos. And then also if you have produce in your fridge, maybe celery, cucumber, or greens wilting away, 
go ahead and just toss them into a smoothie. Or you can throw them in a bag and freeze them to use in like a vegetable broth later on. But I definitely just throw, whenever I am getting low on something, I see something wilting, it goes right into a smoothie. I try to put all my leftovers into an excuse to have tacos. Yes, you do. Everything. <laughs> everything. Everything becomes a taco. Everything I just mentioned right now, it goes into a taco. <laughs> For real. Okay, so that is it. Quite simply, five valuable tips to get you started with eating healthy on the budget. So just to recap, our tip number one was create a realistic food budget and stick to it. And again, emphasis on the realistic. Meal planning is a great way to eat healthier while saving money. Cooking at home, obviously, is a very good way to eat healthier and save a lot of money as well. Eat produce that is in season and embrace your leftovers. And we do expand greatly in our on all of this in our frugal vegan foodie course and then even more so so if this is something that's important to you go check it out enrollment is currently closed but you can jump on the wait list and be the first to get notified when the door is opening which should be sometime this month uh we'll include the link in the show notes for this episode for you to jump on that list yeah it's really important to get on that list just so you are the first to know when it's available yeah and also before we go we do have an episode that if you haven't already checked it out, you really – we recommend that you give it a go. It's one of our most popular episodes on the podcast. It's episode six, and it's our Dollar Tree Dining episode. Episode six. That's one of our first ones. I know. <laughs> it seems so long ago. So in this episode, Dollar Tree Dining – we show you how to take food found in like quick marts and convenience stores like the Dollar Tree and make healthy meals. So we give you an example of how you can create three meals for only $10 using the ingredients found at that location. Well, at the Dollar Tree is where we shopped and where we created those meals. And we even give you the recipes for it. We will provide a link to the episode in the show notes, and we'll also provide the link for the recipes as well. But that's a really good episode. And my favorite part about that episode, you know what it is? What? That is one of the episodes that you can really hear Ani purring oh, so yeah. loud. <laughs> she was sitting on our lap, and she was purring <laughs> so loud. So if you love to hear kitty purrs, <laughs> you're going to love this episode even more. I was going to go back and listen to it, but now it might be too hard to oh. hear her purring. Yeah, it's yeah, it's difficult. She was a sweetheart. She was. But the Dollar Tree Dining episode is very valuable, especially for those of you who live in what is called a food desert, where you don't really have access to a lot of healthy, fresh produce options. Like, you know, we have access to Whole Foods and a ton of other like health food stores and, and farmers markets and stuff, but not a lot of people do. So if you live in an area where it's really hard to find healthy foods, this just gives you an idea of, or if you're super tight on the budget, how you can go into a Dollar Tree and and create a healthy meal for yourself. And more just to open your mind a little bit. To the possibilities. To the possibilities and see that there's many different ways to save some money on food. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now with, you know, there's, we just know so many people who are struggling and, you know, we really wanted to highlight this episode because it, it could possibly, again, give you some inspiration. 
All right. I think that is it, Maddie Mo. Anything else? I don't believe so. I just hope everyone has a great week. Ah, yeah. And they stay frugal. Yes, it is frugal February. Frugal February. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. And if you like this episode, please share it. And if you haven't already, give us a good review. We would greatly appreciate it. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace Peace and and love. love.